On Wednesday, explosive devices were sent to former President Barack Obama, to former Secretary of State Hillary Clinton, as well as the New York headquarters of CNN. But the day before, one was also sent to a billionaire philanthropist named George Soros. So what exactly is the connection? This is TikTok. I'm Dave Myers. Joining me today is Bloomberg's Catherine Burton, who covers George Soros for Bloomberg. Catherine, thanks for joining us. Thank you. Wednesday, cable news was wall-to-wall with the reports of explosive devices that were sent to prominent Democrats like Obama, the Clintons, and even former Attorney General Eric Holder, uh, Representative Debbie Wasserman Schultz. But what happened earlier this week was at the suburban New York home of George Soros. That's right. On uh, Monday, uh, people at Soros' house, he was not home, in uh, Bedford, New York, found a suspicious-looking package and uh, the person who found it threw it into the woods and called the police. Now, the NYPD today says that that explosive device that they found is connected to the ones that was sent to the Obamas in Washington, uh, the Clintons up in Chappaqua, and, and the ones sent to CNN. Why would George Soros be included in that group of, of people and in, in, in that, that news agency? Soros is sort of seen as the, the boogeyman of, uh, for the uh, right-wing party, and uh, he, he's attracted a lot of attention always, but even more so recently. So let's go back then and, and just really explain who George Soros is. Uh, George Soros is a hedge fund manager. He made billions and billions and billions of dollars uh, trading things like currencies and uh, bonds. And uh, he then became a uh, philanthropist and has given a lot of causes to a lot of progressive and uh, liberal. And I think the last thing I saw in the Bloomberg Billionaires Index is he was worth about $8 billion. Where is he from originally? Uh, he's from Hungary. And he's, he was actually worth about $25 billion, and he's given $18 billion to his foundations. So he's very, very wealthy. So he's very wealthy, but he's also very activist uh, in donating money. And where does he donate his money? Uh, He donates his money around the world, and he gives it to progressive causes. Um, Basically, he wants to promote democracy around the world. And how would you how would he describe um, that push for democracy? Well, he did things uh, after the Berlin Wall fell. He uh, gave money to a university, which is now in Hungary, and uh, to teach people about democracy mm-hmm. and to have a open dialogue about things. And that's why he started to give so much more money in the United States, because he felt like the open dialogue had shut down. And so at what point in U.S. politics did he start making a big push? Uh, around the administration of uh, George W. Bush. Okay. And and so since then, he's been funding mainly or just mostly Democratic candidates? Mostly Democratic candidates, uh, causes, social justice, uh, he found he funded MoveOn.org. So he's been heavily involved with Democratic politics. Um, where does he play when it comes to the other side, the Republicans? You said he's he says he's the boogeyman uh, to them. Why is he the boogeyman to the right? Well, the right has come out more and more and said, "Oh, George Soros is the money behind uh, the women who protest protested against Kavanaugh, for example, or Trump and uh, President Trump and other." Uh, legislators have said, oh, he's the money, he's giving money to migrants who want to cross the border in the caravan. Is there any proof that he is funding these these individuals or these Absolutely groups? Absolutely none. So when the president says this or when members of the GOP party says this, 
it's pure speculation. It's it, they're using him as the again the boogeyman as you call. Exactly. They have no proof of any of it. Is it effective? I think it's effective within their base because anytime I write a story about George Soros, I get so many emails from people mm-hmm. saying, "Why are you writing about him? He's an awful person." I, I've never gotten more mail than I do when I write about him. And President Trump, you said, has called him out uh, a few times. I've seen it in tweets, but we've also seen it in other areas. Yes. Specifically recently um, in the Kavanaugh case and in the caravan tweets. But why is his place in in politics such a controversial thing that he uh, apparently would be connected with, you know, a, a former president, a former presidential candidate and CNN, which is... Uh, the you know has been called out for their liberal leaning uh, reporting by the president and other on the others on the right wing. I think because he has so much money and he's given so much money to so many causes, uh, he's done everything from uh, legalization of marijuana. Uh, I think he's done gay supporting gay marriage, um, criminal justice reform, as well as a bunch of candidates. And what can you tell me about the Open Society Foundation? At least that's what it's called today. Uh, yes. Well, that is the organiz- the foundations that he funded, founded to promote what he calls open societies, democratic societies where there is free exchange of ideas. Is there been any examples that you've reported on or that we've seen that are fact of him playing a part in politics that might not have seemed of a, a- you know, where his beliefs are from a U.S. Dem- democratic position in, in other countries? Uh, well, yes, he has funded this university, the Central European University, um, which is now in Hungary, and uh, where he's gotten a lot of pushback mm-hmm. recently. Why? Because they want to close it. They don't want to let uh, new students But why in. do they want it? Why do they, what's so controversial about it that they do want to shut it down and not let students in? Um, because it, it promo- it's everything that an autocratic government is, is against. Kathy, is George Soros a socialist? Uh, no, I wouldn't call him a socialist. I mean, he's made his, his, all his wealth trading in capital markets. Um, I think he believes in capitalism. Uh, but I think the reason that he became involved in politics was just that he thought that things were moving too much to the right, and he felt that there should be some sort of balance and communication between the two sides. So what was his response, or maybe his foundation's response, to the fact that he received this this pipe bomb? Uh, well, the foundation put out a statement saying that this this is sort of endemic of the problem in our country, that someone that speaks out or that supports liberal or progressive causes uh, would have violence be turned on them. I mean, they, they said this is endemic of what's going on in the world right endemic now. Endemic as because we're, we see from the top of our political system, we see a lot of negative rhetoric. Correct. And also in Europe, we also see a negative rhetoric around the same issues. So you've already said that George Soros gives billions of dollars to causes he believes in. Does he support those causes around the world? Yes, he does. And uh, how? Does he speak out? Uh, he definitely speaks out. He, he speaks out um, about, he's been very vocal, for example, about how to save the European Union, uh, for example. Is George Soros in this time of high rhetoric in politics, is he good for politics or is, is, is someone like George Soros bad for politics? Well, I think in that his goal is to support um, democracies that would be considered good for 
politics and also and for the having the freedom to speak out. Uh, and also, I suppose people might say that he's a good balance to get some of the money on the other side, like the Koch brothers. Um, so at least if we're going to have individuals be able to give money to politics, at least there's some balance. And you've covered him for for years now. What, what was what surprises you most about Soros? He's always emphasized making money. But there have been certain instances where he said, you know, I'm not going to short the currency of Russia, for example, because I know that it's going to hurt the people too much. So while most of the time he's made all his trades sort of agnostic of what the consequences of those trades were going to be, once in a while he stepped in and said, "Mm, maybe I shouldn't do that. Catherine, thank you. Make sure you follow Catherine on Twitter. She's at Burton Kathy. That's a TikTok for today. Thanks for listening. And please head on over to iTunes and let us know what you think. I'm Dave Myers. You can follow me on Twitter at David F. Myers. And you get all your updates 24-7 at TikTok.